Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. Hello once again, I'm about to begin the show with the flow that keeps you in the know. I'm Tanisha Baker and I'm thrilled to bring you another edition of Talking with T. The theme this month is Get It Poppin'. And that's exactly what we're going to do as you get a blast of trending news, hot topics, and more. Today is July 17th. And if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, Timeless Beauty, Diane Carroll, songstress Regina Bell, actor David Hasselhoff, and Duchess Camilla Parker Bowles. Today's happy highlights include an eight-year-old girl who took it upon herself to walk up to a table of police officers dining and ask if she could pray for their safety. Every officer bowed his head in prayer with the young girl and were moved by the act of kindness, especially because they were still mourning the loss of a fellow officer that had been killed in the line of duty the previous month. There was an anonymous woman who picked up the tab for 25 firefighters that stopped to eat at a Denny's in California after an eight-hour shift with no breaks. And finally, a family in Panama City this past Saturday got caught up in a rip current, leaving the nine family members holding on for dear life. More than 80 people formed a human chain stretching out to the water and saving the family. This demonstrates humanity at its best. I know we can get caught up in other stories featured in the news, but again, I feel it is important to take at least a few moments each week to celebrate good people doing good things. Don't touch that dial. I'll be back in a while after this week's tip from Tarika. Hello, this is a tip for the week, and this is a little more broad than a previous tip I did a couple of weeks ago. I saw a couple of shows and read a couple of articles and thought I needed to address it one more time and maybe just take it a little uh, broader than before. Uh, watching who you bring around your kids and your family in your home and in your life. Uh, we got to be very careful and understand that some people that who are in our lives or come through our lives or some kind of way get in there. They're either a lesson or a blessing. I know we've all heard that, but but that there is really some a lot of truth to that. Sometimes folks have evil spirits. They have deep-rooted issues that can cause chaos and mischief among a person in their families and in your home. Um, some have agenda-specific motives. They will seek to destroy and don't ignore the signs because the signs are usually there, and they're usually there early enough for you to say, well, wait a minute. This ain't who I thought it was, or this is not what I thought was going to happen. So sometimes I think we just have to be very mindful that everything that's broken can't be fixed. And it's not our job to try to fix everything that's broken, especially at the risk of our own family or our own homes. And that's not being selfish. That is just, that's just having a little common sense. That's just having a little, um, current and be cautious about what you are dragging in or what are you choosing to associate yourself with or your life with as a person, as a human being in your family or in your lifestyle or whatever. Just being mindful is the tip and making sure that we know that 
everything that comes around, everything that the wind blows in, we don't have to take that in. We don't have to uh, sacrifice and put our things and our families on the line to mend something that has probably been broken a very long time. Uh, again, that is the tip for the week. Everything that's broken can't be fixed, it, and it's okay. And it's not everybody's responsibility to do that. So that's the tip for the week. And I've been talking with T. Put your ears on blast. This will go real fast as we cover today's Monday Minute Quick Bits. Roger Federer becomes the first man in history to win eight Wimbledon titles after his win in the finals on Sunday. Officer Betty Shelby resigns after she was acquitted in the death of Terrence Crutcher. Rapper DMX has been charged with tax evasion and accused of hiding millions. Sadly, nine people drowned, including two children, and one is still missing while swimming in the Arizona River after being hit with a flash flood and heavy rain. In over just three days in a single Pennsylvania county this month, more than a hundred people reportedly overdosed on a type of synthetic marijuana known as K2. As in previous weeks, another child has been found dead. 11-year-old Abigail Smith was found dead behind her apartment. An 18-year-old neighbor has been arrested and charged with a crime. The city of Chicago has paid out a quarter of a billion dollars of taxpayers' money to victims of police abuse. One of the latest payouts went to Patassa Johnson, who was beaten by a Chicago police sergeant while she was in handcuffs. The sergeant in question, Sergeant George Granius was found to own several racist websites. Although the Chicago Police Department has opened an internal investigation, he still remains on the force. And finally, investigators found 400 pounds of marijuana with a street value of over a million dollars hidden in cars that were shipped from Mexico to Ohio. Now investigators have to determine who put the drugs in the cars. Keep it where it said I'll be right back. You're inside talking with T. All right, it's now time for our trending news and review. And I have Professor J and T.I. Pound with me today as we share trending news and hot topics. And so I want to start with uh, a couple of stories from around Jay's way. A Memphis woman is upset after visiting the doctor, and he greeted her by saying, Hi, ain't your mama? Well, at the time, the doctor didn't apologize and used the term more than once in front of his physician's assistant trainee. Now, later, Dr. Turner released a statement wherein he apologized and called it a quote, misspoken blunder. And I'm going to take that to mean that this is what he actually thinks of black women, but he didn't mean to say that loud. So Ms. Carter says the apology comes too late, and she's filing a formal complaint with the state medical board. That's not a slip of the math that you say, ain't, ain't your mama, ain't your mama. That's four syllables. <laughs> so, you have to yeah. think about that. <laughs> that was premeditated. Yeah. I mean, it was obviously on his mind. So Right. And I, I will admit, you know, when I saw the story down here, 
I was angry as everything, and you know that's the radio edit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, how are you as a medical professional going to address your patient? And then, you know, in your apology, talk about how this woman has been one of your longstanding patients, but yet you equate her to the woman on the pancake box and the syrup bottle. Who, right. you know, that ad has undergone a makeover in several years, but still, you know, the sting of that terminology is still there, nonetheless. Yeah, we know that it still has an undercurrent of a sensitive issue, especially when you're addressing black women, because we know where that came from. Right. So, exactly. Also, yeah, also in Memphis, uh, a man apparently jumped to his death from a high-rise wearing a Superman robe. And I read where a man had just talked to him a couple of days prior to the incident and said, there didn't seem to be anything strange about him. He wasn't intoxicated or anything, and he seemed to be in his right mind. But apparently something happened or transpired between the day that man talked to him and the day the guy jumped because that's just not normal behavior. I mean, people do jump, unfortunately, from buildings, you know, committing suicide and all. But he had the nerve to put on a Superman robe, so I'm not sure if he thought he was going to fly. Or what? And you know. Did, did anybody see him walk in the building and get on the elevator with the Superman outfit on and nobody didn't think that was weird or did he just, I mean, was it a uh, superhero dress-up day or something? Or I don't know, Jay, is that normal? Him. Is that normal attire around your parts in Memphis? Do people just kind um, not, not that I know of. You know, we're not. Coming up, coming out of our respective residences with superhero capes on, and uh, <laughs> you know, admittedly, we've been doing the most down here in Memphis for the past what two weeks, I will say. So mm-hmm. when I first saw this story, I was like, "What in the entire head?" And uh, <laughs> man jumped off of jumped off of a building where, if memory serves me correctly, where a lot of senior citizens live. So. I don't really know. I can't call it. Well, we'll move on to an Oregon woman who was arrested Wednesday evening and charged with reckless endangerment after multiple drivers reported a car towing three children, her two-year-old daughter, four-year-old son, and eight-year-old nephew, and a small plastic red wagon going around a busy roundabout multiple times during rush hour. So she was driving a Ford Taurus and had the kids tied to the car with a rope. And she said it wasn't a big deal. She was just showing the kids a good time. But I'm hoping they drug tested her as well because that is not the action of anybody in their right mind to tie some babies pretty much to the back of your car in a wagon like y'all at an amusement park during rush hour going on around a roundabout. So I don't. I just don't understand what she was thinking. Honey, bath salts. <laughs> bath salts. Bath salts. And cost 30 miles per hour is a little fast for that little plastic car to be going. No wonder they was on, people said they said they was on two wheels. Like, scary. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Now, maybe the kids did think they were having fun, but I just, she had to, you're right, Jay, bath salts, well, she had to be on something. And then, Pam, like you said, she was going 30 miles an hour, but, you know, she said she just thought she was going about five miles an hour. So, yes, yeah, she was under the influence. 
Of yeah, something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> of drugs and or alcohol. Right. Well, uh, apparently, a Caucasian beauty blogger issued a chocolate challenge, which was a blackface contest. Needless to say, it caused quite the controversy. She claimed she was unaware of the term blackface, and it was done in innocence. So YouTube blogger, I think her name is Vika Chappelle, thought it would be cute for white women to cover themselves in brown makeup, and she called it the chocolate challenge. So after the backlash, she deactivated her social media accounts, including her YouTube blog um, page, but, you know, they didn't stop people from being upset because we said it over and over. Once it goes out there in the cyberspace, you cannot retrieve it. So, I mean, I'm a, I just don't think I understand, number one, what world she was a part of where she had never heard the term blackface, and maybe because she's young, she hasn't uh, encountered that part of our history. But putting that aside, the chocolate face challenge alone causes a little concern for me. Cuss words. All right. Uh, I, you know what I said? I'm going to put this toward the end because it might uh, make Jay, like what you say last week, you had you felt a cussing rising up. <laughs> I felt a cussing rising up. You know, this, yeah. this is the third week in a row. I, honey, y'all pray for me. Yes, we, we will do that. We do always anyway. And so uh, I'm going to share one more story, and then I want to ask Jay to let us know what's going on with uh, his favorite gentlemen in the media but yeah I I know I really had to say that to the end (laughs) but last week you may have heard you know there were four young men who had gone missing in Pennsylvania well this past week it was discovered that the men were murdered and buried on a remote farm and I saw this on the news and it was quite the spectacle Cosmo DiNardo who was 20 and his cousin Sean Kratz also 20 admitted to killing the four after, now this part I didn't see on the news, but you know in preparing for the show, I'll read multiple articles on the same story just to make sure that I can get an accurate summary of the facts. But evidently, DiNardo claimed that one of them was a drug dealer, and he had agreed to purchase four pounds of marijuana for $8,000, but only showed up with $800. Now, I'm not as familiar maybe with the drug game as some, but something would tell me that if you $7,200 short, that there may be an issue in in this type of deal. Needless to say, and putting that aside, I do know that the loved ones of these four men, and I don't even know if they were all involved in that and that their lives should have been taken in such a cruel way, but they're grieving that and I believe that these two cousins had some evil heart to be able to kill and bury them on that property. They might have been smoking some of what they were selling. Yeah. Nobody in their right mind, even if they showed up with that amount of money, they could have just said, well, okay, you're going to get what you have the money for and sent them on their way. I'm not exactly sure what happened, you know, in the transaction to make them kill all four of them. Right. And then... Yeah, that, that's a little crazy. Yeah. It's a dangerous game, that's a dangerous game. Well, Jay, so tell us what's going on in politics as of late. Well, 45 Cheeto 
somebody's president, not mine, uh, has been showing out, but, you know, he wouldn't be himself if he were not doing such. Uh, lately, apparently, there's a lot of drama concerning a recent meeting with his son, Donald Trump Jr., and a Russian lawyer, Natalia Veselnitskaya, and a Russian lobbyist that was supposed to be a meeting where these Russians would spill the tea, if you will, on Hillary Clinton, but Donald Trump Jr. merely whitewashed, pun intended, whitewashed the issue, (laughs) whitewashed the meeting as something between him and these Russian people of importance and uh, where they were discussing American immigration laws. And, of course, like any good parent, side eye, raised eyebrow, 45, the great Cheeto, defended his own son and said that he was a young man of great character and all such as that and blah, 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 but it just sounds really, really fishy to me. So if that was not enough, 45, Donald Trump Sr., the great Cheeto, somebody's president, again, not mine, was recently in France for the observance of the Steel Day. And his visit with the French President Emmanuel Macron shut down all of our midday television a few days ago, and we were subjected to hearing the President of the United States, mm -hmm, and I use that term loosely again, giving us a history of how the French have been an ally to the United States and blah, 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 so on and so forth, you know, as if we really needed a history lesson. And it's interesting to note that the French President Macron has not been a fan of Donald Trump, but needless to say, uh, Donald Trump was invited nonetheless for this celebration of Bastille Day. And many people also made mention of the fact that there was a very awkward interaction between the First Lady of France, uh, First Lady Bridget Macron, and Donald Trump, in which he commented that she was in such good shape, she was in good physical shape, as if that were the only credit to her name. So, yeah, y'all's president is showing out sideways. He done threw him off on the stand. Yeah, he crashed me up the whole commentary when he introduced me. He said, 45, Cheeto, somebody's president, not mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not mine. Well, well you know, I'm that. not surprised by any of that that you reported. And I want to back up a little bit because when the reports first came out about Donald Trump Jr. meeting with these uh, Russian dignitaries or authorities or whatever, he said it didn't happen at all. Then, of course, that's hard to hide, you know, unless you meet with yourself. It's hard to keep things like that a secret. But then he said they were meeting about an adoption. So that's lie number two. And now it comes out that they were meeting about some intel on Hillary Clinton. And so at this point, obviously his credibility is shot. And then I think I saw where as it was coming out, they had already secured him a lawyer, you know, 
meaning that they were going to have to defend some wrongdoing or anticipated the possibility of doing that. Right, and of course the lawyer claimed that it was a very innocent meeting and that there was no harm done, you know, no tea spilled, no major damage done, whatever. Now, this is after, you know, all of the things that you mentioned have come out of the woodworks. So as one of my dear friends would say, it's a dead cat on the line somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't think the point for me isn't what transpired in the meeting. The point for me is that he lied about it. I right. mean, when he was asked multiple times, and this is even when your president was a candidate. Not when they asked, Not mine. Oh, cuss words. I'm just saying they were asked multiple times about interactions or meetings with anyone in Russia, and it was denied adamantly. And so the blatant lies, I just don't understand how people can continue to trust the Trump cabinet, you know? Uh, So, But I don't know how he's going to wiggle his way out of this one. That remains to be seen. But we appreciate you giving us our political highlights for today. And we're going to move on to the Crazy Chronicles. And I just want to share one story uh, before we see what Pam is bringing to us today. And that's about a woman who was riding the subway in Brooklyn. She had her eyes closed, you know, headphones on, listening to music. And she felt something wet hit her face. She opened her eyes and a man was standing there urinating on her. Oh, my God. Oh my God! Yes. Can you talk about? I would have. Um, oh, I don't even know. I don't even want to think about it. Was it all Kelly? <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh no, that is not in the script. Pam Hold Campbell. on, I don't even know. Pam Campbell. Pam Campbell. <laughs> what? I just have a simple question. I just want to say, look, the police are still looking for the man. He fled on the scene. I'm done. I'm done. He will Pam, have what you got? <laughs> Okay, today I'm going to talk about these men that are asking these women for spousal support. You know, we all heard mm-hmm. about Ken, Ken Du and his mm-hmm. wax self getting all that money from Mary J for, you know, spousal support. Now, keep in mind, Ken Du was cheating on her with the assistance, spending Mary J's money on this assistance, but somehow the courts granted him all this spousal support. So, I don't understand. Now we have Mel B, who's with the Spice Girls. She's been mm-hmm. ordered to give her abusive husband. Now, they, he was abusing her. That's why she left. He, she is required to give him $140,000 to pay his legal fees, and then $40,000 a month because he said he needs to pay for food, housing, and transportation. First of all, Wait, does he not have a job? I'm no, confused. he don't. He he don't have a job, and when and her mama was living it on Twitter. She's like, you know what? She's out of a relationship. Don't even worry about the money. I don't even care about the, the money because at least she's not with him because she could have died. That's how bad he was abusing her over the years. So I'm not understanding what judges that they have that don't that are granting these men this spousal support. I mean, and they don't. They can't do have a job before Mary J. Who even knew who he was? Where did she find him? What rock right. was he under? Yeah, I was about to I, say, you know, nobody really knew. Nobody really knew who he was until he got hooked up with her. 
Right. So the PR team have money anyway. Yeah, I need you to investigate some things because I know you're good at that. We need to figure out some laws. Maybe you know an attorney or a judge that can clarify some of this for us because I really don't understand this whole spousal support to the man who wasn't contributing anything. So in Mary J's case, if you cheated, and I think we said this before, that should make your spousal support null and void. Number one, he's spending in advance on the assistant anyway. And then if you've been abused and you're escaping a marriage, it's not just like a normal divorce. You're escaping a situation. Why should you have to pay for that? Right. That's so I, I'm, I'm, I need some answers. No sense. And also, uh, Mel B's husband said that he had some tax debts that he needs to pay. Okay, you did that on on your own. I'm not. How you know, have tax debts with no job? Right, legally. Yeah, that's the question. He he looks he looks shady, just like Ken do. Is he, he like Yeah, you know they yeah. get the rest of him on tax evasion. <laughs> yeah, he's hiring uh, Okay. I need to know why Ken do block me on uh, Instagram though. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna make a face. You want to be What'd you say, Jay? <laughs> I said because she was being Pam. Oh, well, all the people that was commenting, why did he ration me out? Out of all them people, well, he he delete he blocked some other people too because they was on there talking about him too. He was blocking everybody left and right because they just couldn't understand why he was. So angry about the songs that she wrote about him. She didn't say his name, but everybody knew it was about him. But why you? I mean, it's true. It's not like it's a lie because you're still with this woman. Right, right. Yeah, but I I do need to research them laws. I'm I'm gonna get it and I'm gonna have it together and I'm gonna put it on talking with T on our Facebook page as soon as I find out. Well, we would appreciate that because I'm very puzzled by all of this. So I guess that's it for this bit. And as usual, I've enjoyed my time with the two of you and can't wait to hear what you have to talk about next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. There is always so much going on in the media. We just don't have time to report it all on the show. You can find out more information on the stories we do share by visiting the Talking With T webpage and following us on social media. Stay engaged and keep up with trending news and hot topics by visiting www.talkingwithtea.com and following the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join me each day on social media to participate in the conversations and sometimes debates as we highlight news, stories, and issues from our community, our nation, and our world. I'm back on track with nominations for Hometown Heroes and T's Top Teens. So if you would like to help celebrate positive people, visit www.talkingwithtea.com to nominate good people doing good things. Well, once again, we've come to the end. Remember that you can listen to Talking With T anytime on Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker, or Google Music. New shows will continue to drop each Monday. You can visit the webpage and the latest edition of Talking With T will play on the home screen. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. 
The best way to predict your future is to create it. Remember where you heard the word and keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.